Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. After the last year and a half we've all had, oh, it feels good to be back. again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh Gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three hello and welcome to it's all cobblers to me I'm Charles and I'm absolutely buzzing it was great to be back at the game on Saturday and it has made me realize just how much I really have missed it also buzzing his beard off is my good friend and king of the bad puns, Danny Brothers. Yes. How are you, mate? Um, I'm still buzzing that beard off. It's, it's a big beard to buzz off, to be fair. <laughs> it um, really is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't get any cries of Oi Frankie Boyle at the weekend, which was disappointing. But uh, Plenty on Twitter, though, mate. Plenty on Twitter. You've always yeah. got the social media ones for you, you can, for that. You can never, worry. Twitter will never let you down with it. Coming up, the Cobblers live up to the hype that we created and win on the opening day for the first time in six years. Abby Bruin takes us through NTFC Women's pre-season and we've got loads of your correspondence to get through in a jammed, packed post bag. First up though, Danny. Oh, how good was it to be back, mate? Oh, so good. So, so good. Like you said at the start, you don't realize exactly what you've missed until you go back to it and I know sometimes it's you say you don't know what it's got till it's gone which is has been a lot of the case for the last 18 months or so but actually going back to it you do realize the little the smaller things that you miss um like from just a walk down the hill towards the stadium just like the the smell of the burger van at the bottom of the van, at the bottom of the staircase <laughs> uh, the program sellers like the pint in the bar beforehand the just like the, the looking around and seeing so many smiling faces at the start of the season, not just because it, everything is fine until three o'clock on the opening day, but because you just hear so many conversations and most of them started with, oh, and it's so good to be back. It's so good to be back. Like every conversation I ever heard went low and like that. And you get in the ground and it's just like that familiar feeling of just being surrounded by people that that like the same, that are thinking the same way as you and it, it just go through all the motions again. You, you, the first waving off of a goalkeeper or, or waving off of a player. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first, you don't know what you're doing. The first moaning and groaning after 15 minutes when it's not going our way. You just miss it so much. And 
like to start with a win as well was just topped it all up. I mean, what a what a day it was! Just to, just to be a part of it all again, and to be part of the atmosphere was enough for me. But to to top it off with the way it went, it was a it was a great game. I, I thought it was a really great afternoon um, all round. It was a proper day out. That's how it felt yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, it was just one of those where there was a lot of excitement for me pre-match, you know, on the way to the game. So I took my daughter to her first ever uh, men's football match. I've got to caveat that because she has been to a WSL game uh, in the past. But um, her first men's game, um, her first cobbler's game. And I'll be honest with you, at the beginning of the week, last week this was, um, she was just like, no, I'm not interested. I'm not coming. I don't want to. Every time I asked her about um, whether she wanted to come to the football, she was like, no, I'll stay. I'll stay with grandma and I'll stay with my auntie and, you know, it'll be fine. And then I bought her a shirt on Tuesday on the day of the fans forum, took it home to her and the next day, I think it was, I asked her if she wanted to come and she was like, yes. Yeah. And I thought, oh, maybe, maybe she's just saying that, you know, maybe it's, you know, just because I've given her a shirt, she's now saying yes. But we kept checking throughout as the week went on and she kept saying yes. And so Saturday morning came and I was just, I was really buzzing. If it hadn't been for being able to get out and go and run park run on Saturday morning, I think I would have been like a wreck by lunchtime with excitement. I mean, because I was so looking forward to it, not just because of the fact that, you know, it was the first game back in what, it's like 500 and something days, 517 days or something I've heard banded around in different places. But because also, you know, my daughter was going to come and share my passion for my football club with me for the first time. I was just, I, I was just buzzing, absolutely mm. buzzing. And to get to the ground, we come in from uh, the A45 and from Mirway, that side. And as you're coming down uh, into Upton, you're looking over to the right and you can see Sixfields there. And all I heard was Amelia, well, it was my dad actually said, oh, look, Amelia, there's the, there's the stadium. And Amelia just went, wow. And I thought, you won't be saying that in 20 years. <laughs> but there's nothing better it is was there as, a, great. as a parent than being able to share that with your son or daughter, is there? And I, I was sat next to you, wasn't I? And the joy on Amelia's face the whole time was so special to see. Like, so, and it must have been so good for you because it was, it's just seeing that, that like amazement on her face the whole time. And, like for me, like we were all amazed that we were playing the way we did. But no, it was just like mm. saying, like it's not like this every week. Um, <laughs> but it's not like this all the time. But it's it's really special to be able to do that and to be able to 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 actually sit next to you while that happens as well. Because it was it's that first game you, you always remember, don't you? Like you always remember the mm-hmm. the sights and the sounds of that first game, and it's what you drags you into it. So yeah, hopefully she'll be back as well. So it's, yeah, that's, that's I, how you I, I that's how you get so. people in it, and that's how we're going to get young kids into games like this and what a perfect time to do it because we played some such good football and exciting football and the game was tense but exciting as well and like I can imagine we won quite a few new young fans yesterday. Yeah because it it had as you said at the beginning it had well not it all but it had a lot of what is brilliant about football you know I was able to sort of explain to Amelia what was going on when she was asking, you know, so when the goalkeeper was sent off, you know, she wasn't sure what was going on. And I, and I, you know, got to explain that moment. She's like, oh, right. Okay. Um, I, she got it. She wanted to know why at one point it was quite funny in the first half. She wanted to know why I think Port Vale had a corner and their goalkeeper who hadn't been sent off at this point was quite a way out of his goal. He was almost sort of near the centre circle. And Amelia just went, yeah, Amelia went, Amelia went, why is the goalkeeper so far out of his goal? And I sort of went, well, yeah, yeah, basically. Um, And I think it was just like that thing. I said, I said, well, you know, they've got a corner, so it's unlikely, isn't it, that we're going to score? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they got sent off, this was the best thing. So she said, why has he been sent off, Daddy? 
Is it because he came out of his area? <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> and I was like, yes, it is. Oh, Basically, man. if he'd stayed where he was, he wouldn't have been sent off. That is quite right. <laughs> but it, it was great, as you say. And the fact is, we do all remember our first games. We always remember what it was like. I mean, I remember the first game that I can remember, I think we won 5 0 against Chester at home at six fields. So I had a victory for my first game. I don't know. I think, did Neil have a, a nil-nil draw or that something? That sounds very somebody? Neil to have a nil-nil draw. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. And what was your first game? Can you um, It was it? a three-all draw with a Spurs eleven. It was a testimonial. I can't remember who it was for. It was at the county ground. Um, at, at least that's a high-scoring game. Though. Yeah, yeah excitement exactly. in that. Yeah, I just remember coming home laughing because people were shouting, the referee's a wanker. And that just, that (laughs) that was the bit that was like, I'm going back here again. This is fun. People swear. Oh dear. But it it was good. I mean, I loved, I've got to, I've got to mention the fact that, so we, we parked up in the North Stand car park and then we walked down to um, the ground, walked down to the club shop. I had to go and pick the tickets up and then we went into the club shop for me to go and buy a shirt. And then we walked back up the hill up to the Six Hills Tavern and went and met up with a load of our fan club members, which was just brilliant to get to see these people in in the flesh and to actually say hello and and to stand around, you know, about 20 minutes, half an hour of, of having a nice chat you know, Malcolm who'd come all the way up from, you know, Devon uh, or Cornwall. I can't remember which one it is. It's Cornwall, yeah. People that had, Rich had come out, lives in Huntingdon. Um, you know, Giles was there. Ken was there. You know, all these people that support us on Fan Club. It was it was great to meet them. Um, and Robert and Matt Salmons were there as well. Um, I'm sorry if I'm missing out. Um, but... It was just great. If I have missed you out, I think Mark was there as well. Um, yeah, if I've missed you out, I'm really sorry. I, d- I don't mean to don't mean to do that, of course. It was just lovely to actually meet people in the flesh. We've done Zoom calls before, but that's not the same. That's not quite what, you know, is good about it, is it? So actually to be able to meet up and do it properly was fab. And then to walk down, back down the hill walking to go into the stadium just seeing so many faces that we've not seen for 18 months or more um yeah you know you know we're back great. when you see Jima and his umbrella that, <laughs> yes. that, was, that was the moment to be like yeah we're back now come on we're back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was it was good it was really really good and then to walk into six fields and you know i know it's not the best stadium in the world but it is our stadium. Yeah. Exactly. And to walk out and walk into the actual stand, into the West Stand, and then to see hundreds of people, you know, to Amelia, it must have looked like it was the most people she'd ever seen in one place in her life, you know. And to then see Chesy, um, you know, as we were walking over to find our, our seats. And then obviously you and your brother arrived as well um, to sit with us. Yeah, Jonty was up there, wasn't he, as well? Jonty was up there, yeah. Craig, we saw as well, came over and said hello. All, all these uh, fan club members. Um, it was really, really great. It was lovely. And to, and to absolutely everybody that said hello or came over and said anything about anything nice about the pod, there were, uh, there were, there were quite a few people before and after the game that said that, to me that they really enjoyed listening. Thank you very much for saying that, first of all. But but thank you for actually coming and saying hello and, and you know, allowing me to sort of put faces to listeners, you know, because in my head, you're all imaginary. You know, the, the, the thousand or so of you that listened, you know, last week to pretty much every single pod as well, ridiculous numbers, uh, you know, in my head, you're just imaginary dots. Um, but to actually have people come up and say, hi, listen, and it's great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Blah, 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 blah. Love it. Absolutely love it. And it really made the day even more special for me. Um, so yeah, it, it was a, it was a really good day and, and to cap it off, of course, Danny, for once, all of our excitement, 
all of that build up that we did and, and you know the work that we put into doing things like the the, the season preview show on Friday uh, the, the the review of the friendlies the look at the new signings all of that stuff that we did and the fans forum don't forget all of that stuff that we did to try and build a little bit of hype for once for once we were rewarded with a win oh yes we were well yes just made it so much better, didn't it? I think the first like twenty minutes or so, we were sat there a little bit nervous, weren't we? Honestly, a little um, bit. Amelia, Amelia actually was sat on the edge of her seat the whole game, oh, yeah. and she actually said in those first, "I'm really nervous, Daddy. Yeah. I'm really nervous." Yeah, I was like, good. "That's good. Got, a lot less got the bug. Got the bug." <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think like Port Vale completely, not completely, but they they were overpowering us a lot in the middle of the park, weren't, weren't they? And like, it did feel kind of like that sinking feeling but it was like that comfortable sinking feeling it's like, oh, I, know, I remember this I remember what this feels like so you like settle back into that and it, we kind of like scored out of nowhere in a way mm. we just didn't seem to get in any rhythm to the game at all we didn't seem to get into it like didn't get again get our wingers into it at all and all it took <laughs> welcome back to league two long throw a little bit of a scramble and who was there, Charles? Who was there? Oh, who was oh. there to stick it away when everyone else was falling over? <laughs> he stayed on his feet. <laughs> that, that's his song, isn't it? I thought he, he was like... Feet. Thought, he stayed on his feet. I thought he did that from about 18 yards. But then I watched it back of the highlights. It was about three yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Would have been harder to miss. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. It did at the time. You thought to yourself, wow, wonder strike from 40 yards. Oh, Benny. <laughs> I loved it. I think I just turned around to you and just was shouting, Benny, it's Benny. It's yeah, Benny, you were. Benny. You were so happy. We were just like, it, it was like that time when, um, uh, when uh, the Stadium of Light, was it Lee Colkin that's got, no, that's going back too far, isn't it? Um, what, what, I can't remember these, the guy's name that scored. Um, people know? are screaming it at, at me now but Colin Larkin that's who it was oh, wasn't it yeah. there you go Colin and you're going what really oh my word but yeah it, it was it was brilliant just oh. to see that and I think I said to you at the time didn't I that wow there you go after all this lovely you know sort of play it around on the floor pass it around between each other couple of lovely little bits of skill here and there, a couple of flicks around the back and all this out and the other. What does it but a good old Keith curl up and under? <laughs> and we kind of didn't really see long throws in pre-season, did we? So, no, John Brady that. definitely mm-hmm. tucked that away and kept so, it quiet, hadn't he? his back pocket, hadn't he? Think, but, um, do you think maybe he, he thought, better not tell people about this? Yeah. They, yes. they'll, they'll go mad. <laughs> they will. Not sure many people go and watch preseason games, do they, from other teams? But yeah, I'm I don't so... know. Daryl Clark said that he had watched every single preseason oh. game, as he expected, um, you know, us to have watched them. Oh, now, got I, videos and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I was thinking maybe it wasn't him that had turned up to every one of our preseason friendlies. I can't imagine it was. Imagine just Daryl Clark sat there at Silby at the corner flag, <laughs> pinting and. <laughs> I don't think that happened, but yeah, Dexter. But um, obviously, they would have sent scouts and had people watching, won't they? So, yeah, I mean, um, go back to the goal. Yeah, so but... happy for Benny as well, though, in all seriousness. Mm. That, well, that's all you need is a striker um, when you've not had a great season the year before to score on the opening day. You just want, you'll just take anything, won't you? And he does look so much more up for it and so much more positive this season. He's come back and like Brady weren't playing him either, really, was it in the last season? So to see him come back, he's clearly worked on his game pre-season. He's clearly come back hungry. So if we can get him firing, we've got a good group of strikers there. That's, that's I, I, well, I think so. I mean, it, remember, John Brady kind of called him out, didn't he, at one yeah. point, and said, you know, the players that aren't playing or aren't being picked to the start, they're they're not showing enough in training or whatever. So to have played, I think he started more or less every preseason. First team fixture, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, this summer, and then to start as well uh, against Vale shows that I do think he has come. And the one thing for me, the arrogance of the celebration. Yeah. yeah. That, that that for me to do that in front of just shows Vail you that well. he really means it, doesn't yeah. it? You know, he means business. Yeah. There was none of this like because you you think to yourself, a player like him to get his first goal for the club in the league. 
would maybe wheel away to the home fans and really celebrate and be like ecstatic about it. But no, he basically just stood in front of the away fans and just went, and what? Yeah, almost <laughs> exactly on the spot where Alex Nichols was brought down as well. Got to say, and in that spot where he was getting treatment, so for then Benny Ashley Seal to be stood there mocking the Port Vale fans was pretty poetic justice, I'd say. <laughs> I'd not even thought about that. So you've got you've got pretty deep there. I have to into the archives. <laughs> um, well, while we're kind of on the subject of of you know a bit of history between the two clubs, um, there was a great tribute. At the beginning, well, before the match kicked off, wasn't there? Obviously, uh, the Cobblers had got uh, a lot of sadly missed fans, former players, former managers, um, etc., who they honoured, I thought, quite well with a lovely video montage on the big screen. And, of course, there was uh, Luke Thoday's big, massive, crowd-funded flag as well, flying proudly in the East stand, I thought, and both sets of fans, I thought were really good, especially when Lee Collins uh, was mentioned within that montage of faces and names. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's, it, it starts the season off by in the right way, really, isn't it? Cause there's been so much loss in the last couple of years since the COVID struck and other illnesses as well. And it's, it brings back what football really means, isn't it? It's you talked about going with Amelia. Like we, we all go with family members. Everybody will go through it at some point that they lo- they lose someone who's connected to the football club, and it's a, such a huge part of their lives. And I think the club do really well at that. They really do um, do it in a really respectful way. So it's yeah, and, and go back with the Lee Collins thing as well. So so nice to see both sets of fans united in that as well and with the flag and there's been so much going on since Lee passed away between the two clubs that um, mm. actually is it's just so much bigger than football isn't it um, things like that so yeah absolutely yeah it really is um, but football is back Danny I want to I want to know what your your favourite thing was that you di- you didn't really know that you'd missed what was it that, that you, you realised by being at the game that you hadn't had for the past 18 months watching on iFollow that all of a sudden you remembered? It was it probably was the waving of the goalkeeper, to be fair, <laughs> waving him off the pitch. It's just like you don't know until it happens that you like you stood there and there's like 5,000 people waving someone off a pitch. It's like, I miss this so much. Cheerio, it's just the cheerio. best feeling ever. Just oh. Like, oh, but... I mean, what a lunatic! It's it's like he's the type of player that we usually sign. It's <laughs> like he's the one who scored the um, scored in the player final, right? So he's got history of going up, but going up mm-hmm. and, and doing crazy stuff. Um, I did but, see someone on Twitter say that we did try and sign him. Apparently, really? I don't know how true that is. But. <laughs> that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> but it's just like I mean, you, they say goalkeepers are mental, don't they? Anyway, but. Um, he he does seem what he's going to make a lot of rash. He's probably a good goalkeeper, but he's going to make these rash decisions, and it's just part of who he is, isn't it? Is that you know, we've all had him, had him over the years, but yeah, thankfully. I mean, on the red card as well. If we're going to talk about it now, how good was Nicky Kamaba mm. in getting that? Because I've watched it back as well. How far the ball was in front of him for him to chase that down, and the keeper took a touch and didn't really see him. Like he came out nowhere. He's looking one of his massive legs out and just hooks it from underneath him. It was glorious. Um, it almost would have been better if he'd have just gone on and scored it because it would have been a great goal. And I thought Cavambo was great throughout. But um, yeah, just uh, it was it was definitely red, right? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it was right in front of us, wasn't it? So, I mean, yeah. you, you saw Cavambo nick the ball off of him. And then the basically, the goalkeeper just took a swipe at him, didn't he? <laughs> and you're like, you could see it coming. And you thought to yourself, he's going to, I don't know, it, all this kind of happens in slow motion in your head, doesn't it? But in my head, I was going, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to kick at him. He's going to do it. And then there he did. Yeah. And Kabamba's going to, you know, as soon as that happens, I mean, to have your foot taken out from underneath you, you're going to go down like a sack of spuds anyway. Yeah. But when you're a footballer, 
It's yeah. definitely going to happen. <laughs> he had um, Pete Walton on after the game. I don't know if you heard this, but um, I did. J- yes. Jake, <laughs> Jake Sharp made the mistake of asking what he thought about the red card, and he automatically went went from cobbler's fan mode into referee mode. And he spoke for about a good ten minutes on this red card. And he says, "If I can be technical for a minute," and I'm like, "Oh no, no, Pete, don't do it, don't do this." <laughs> and I think he was trying to argue that it wasn't technically a goal scoring opportunity, but he surely would have put it away or played someone else in to put to, to score wouldn't he at that point I wasn't having any of that from Pete I thought to be honest the referee I mean you know I was I was completely biased on the on the day obviously and I was you know shouting at the ref for you know not knowing what he was doing and all this that and the other but in hindsight looking back I, I, I think he had a fairly decent game he let he let the game go when it could go um he didn't really fall for much of Danny Rose's antics um <laughs> And I think, I, I thought he had a good game. So I was quite surprised, actually. I, got, I bought the Football League paper uh, this weekend. And I, I did that thing where I was like, right, Amelia's first game. I'm going to have to get everything. Yeah, Everything's bought a program, bought the Football League paper, done everything to make sure I've got stuff for her first game that will go in the memories, you know, in the box. Um, and James Hennigan's done the match report for... Um, the football league paper and he's given the referee five out of 10. And I thought, well, you, but, but he's not Maybe done anything to justify that later on. I'm yeah, just calling Henners out now. There was one, come on the pod. one that Guthrie, I think probably was a bit lucky to stay on the pitch. Cause I was that the one where he's pushed? Yeah. Slash, I don't uh, know. Allegedly hit the Port Vale player. Yeah. I'm not, box I didn't, I'm not sure. Box. Cause it was over the other side to us. So I'm not sure exactly what happened, mm. but the line I've seen it, and I thought, as soon as Lino's seen it, and as soon as he's raised his hand, I was like, that's it, he's gone. Because it, you were a, worried. It, yeah, because yeah, I thought, A, is going to try and even it up, but B, is, I, I always think as soon as you raise a hand, you're in trouble. Um, and if that's against us, I'd be fuming. And I think it's probably a good thing it wasn't right in front of the Port Vale fans because they, they would have been spitting yeah. feathers at that. Um, I just think he, once, he's, once you raise a hand like that, I think you're really, really lucky to stay on the pitch for that. But apart from that, I think that the bookings were fair enough. And I don't mind a bit of that. I, would, I was talking to my brother at the game, like, it, we don't mind a bit of crunching tackles. Like, get into them. Get a few bookings. Like, we've, that's what we've been missing. And that's what you need in this league. You need to go and get stuck in and, choke, and be committed. It's just, we're going to pick up a few bookings, probably a few red cards. But there's nothing wrong with it, really. I actually I, thought there was... Was it uh, Connolly got booked for essentially a, a very blatant, obvious trip? Mm-hmm possibly what you might call a, or refer to as a professional foul on the basis of the player was going to run away from him. So he just clipped his heel, made mm. sure that he didn't, um, got booked for it. That's the kind of thing that we've not really had, isn't it? Like yeah, you're saying. I you think know, Pete Cole uh, tried to bring in a little bit, didn't he? With Charlie's antics and stuff, but... It's, that's more that's more shithousery, which we've said before, haven't we? That we before Charlie Good came along, we we'd missed and we'd not had for a while. Danny Rose has kind of picked up that baton, <laughs> picked up the baton fairly well, but he's obviously at the other end of the pitch uh, yeah. to where Charlie was. But in terms of doing those little fouls, yeah, I, I you know they're annoying, aren't they? I mean, it is one of those things that I do think you've got to give a yellow card for because it's actually it ruins the the attack and you know exactly what you're doing and it you should be punished for it more than just that by having a free kick um but it's nice to see us doing it yeah. for what i think it's more like the, the tackles that i was talking about the the crunching tackles that we get booked for it's just we seem to just be biting into everything and was there that 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 paul was it paul lewis paul that lewis. went in just thundering tackles yes. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest, at the time it happened, I thought to myself, has he gone in two-footed there? Is he about to get red-carded? I mean, I was we were quite far away from it because we were in the corner, weren't we, of the west, mm. at the north end. And but that's, but maybe that's I what, didn't see it very well, but it was a, everybody in the west end was like, whoa, what a yeah, tackle! I mean, that's, the thing, that's, that's what Brady's talking about when he talks about getting bums off seats, isn't he? It's, it's, <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Like, get, get yeah. into them. Get, show that commitment, that desire, that... You know, you're going to get booked sometimes, but just get into them. Absolutely. That's um, what we like to see. Talking about things that, you know, we, we hadn't necessarily realised that we missed. Phil Kirby tweeted us to say that he thinks that his favourite part of the day was walking through the turnstiles. Um, in his head, the result didn't matter deep down, but wanted to win and we got it. 
And he said that it was very encouraging performance and we'll win more than we'll lose. Um, and he also said that seeing my mug on the Cron website was also <laughs> a highlight. <laughs> yeah, I, he said, people so people have been pointing this out to me that I'm in or I'm on the Cron's website because I think I am as well. Lou, well, this yeah. is it. So Lou, the photographer, grabbed me at the top of the West End steps um, to take a photo of me and Amelia, um, and she said, "Oh, it'd be online in a bit." And I was like, "Okay, no worries." But it's your photo that is actually the photo that is being used as clickbait. <laughs> Not for the first time. <laughs> uh, put the beard on. People will click on exactly. that. That's what they were saying. That's what they were saying. Oh, dear. I, I, I loved it. I, one of the things that I loved especially, and this is probably the thing that I've missed, is um, it, was, it was actually sitting with you, Danny. Um, not that we've necessarily done it that often, uh, watching the football together, but having somebody there that I knew that is a friend watching the game together because, you know, sat at home watching it on iFollow. Yes, you've got WhatsApp and Twitter and that where you stay connected with the rest of your friends and the fan base, but it's not the same. And I just wanted to, um, just wanted to give everybody a bit of a taste of what it's like. <laughs> Sitting next to Danny watching football. <laughs> this is gonna. This is my. This is. This is gonna be really good for me because there's not gonna be many people sat around me from now on. <laughs> I actually really wish that I'd, I'd recorded this because <laughs> it was so good. So from literally the first minute, Danny was Danny was applauding, was cheering, was just just uh, just eulogising yeah. and gesticulating. Every little thing that, that Joseph Mills did. <laughs> there he is, Jay Mills, man of the match. After three minutes, I think it was think it three minutes in, you'd got Joseph Mills as your man of the match. Yeah, he's won in like every fifty-fifty for the like won about three in a row, and then a header. And I was like, oh, it's back. This I was is just like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this. And then we had about five minutes of Trevor Kettle puns. <laughs> yeah, had to be on Kettle Watch. It's by the uh, way, uh, and as you pointed out, more successful than Lombardi watch. Yeah, yeah a lot more successful than Lombardi watch. Um, uh, <laughs> if he stays as a fourth officially, he could become more of a figure of fun now. He could, if he's not doing us any damage, I'm quite happy to get on board and travel cattle watch for the rest of the season. Uh, he was, he's, you were he's, enjoying. He's looking seeing him steaming, me. weren't you? Yeah, he, he was. He was, was definitely steaming. I mean, he was yeah. walking up to do the substitutions and to get people back in the technical area. He looked. A bit, he looked knackered. boiling over wasn't it boiling over terrible absolutely (laughs) honestly sitting next to danny while watching the football is like sitting next to um a really really poor man's michael (laughs) mcintyre it's it's dad jokes dad jokes all the way through and then when he gets really nervous danny gets really really nervous (laughs) i do i'm a nervous football (laughs) fan Oh dear! It's it was so like I thought funny. everything was in. Like, like yeah. looking back now, Portville didn't really threaten us, but there was one shot that dr- trickled through, um, and I think it's part of me. Like, I'm tr- I'm still learning to trust goalkeepers again. Yeah, so I was like nervous every time it went near our goal. But um, I think Roberts had a really good game in general. Like, it was it was um, coming for crosses. He was solid. He was enough. composed. He was composed. And solid, yeah, wasn't it? it's exactly what you need. And after last season. We just needed someone solid in there. And I just got nervous. Oh, it's going to take me a while. It's going to take me about 10 games, I think, to get used to that and to get used to trusting a long-range shot that's going nowhere, that's not just going to trickle into the net or be punched out or, don't know, roly-poly on or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, one other thing that we absolutely loved, didn't we, uh, that happened right at the end of the match, in fact, um, was the false ending. Yes. <laughs> to the game I was, three I was times <laughs> three times it was it wasn't so just first us, of all, it, was the, it was the no, tunnel as well yeah it was it was everyone because the first time and the one that actually set the you know the music off and and you know everything it, it was a bit reminiscent at least we didn't have any fireworks yeah. uh, like Grimsby did that time yeah. but the first one was because the ball hit the referee and as per the rules the referee blew the whistle to basically stop the game and it was a drop ball you carry on um, but for some reason, well, probably because we thought six minutes is up, 
Um, everybody thought that was him blowing for full time, but it was just, it was everybody but the players that yeah. were fooled basically. Cause I was like, well, hang on a minute. That, no, no, no. Hang on a minute. And I said, I think I said to you, cause you were celebrating the win already. And I was going, no, 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 it's not finished yet. <laughs> I can see it's not finished yet. Stop getting excited, daddy. Put it away. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Then, then I think there, so the, you know, they, they took the uh, drop ball or whatever, free kit, whatever it was, um, to carry on. The next thing that happened, like seconds later, there was an offside, which again, a lot of people in the West End thought was full time. And then finally, the referee did decide to blow. And at that point, it was it was just, I, I to be honest, it was one of those weird ones because... And I don't know how you felt because you'd celebrated the end of the game twice already before it actually was the end of the game. But I just sort of went, oh, good. We yeah, won. How yeah. good's that? Yeah. That's brilliant. You were probably like, yeah, yeah, we, we won five minutes ago, ref. Why, yeah. why why, have you only taken them off now? This is ridiculous. What are you doing? It's an emotional rollercoaster those last few minutes, I have to say. It was. That's it fun. really, really was. Um, I mean, I'm so glad we didn't concede after playing the... The music as well. These like oh. glad all over started up, didn't it? <laughs> it's like, you could almost hear the referee going, "No, no." If they'd have scored, then would have been right embarrassed. Yeah, that would have been our would, yeah. would have been dreadful. Um, well, look, um, that's it for the first part. We'll come back in a moment. Don't go anywhere. Here's the dulcet tones of Danny. The It's All Cobblers to Me fan club is here. Join for more podcast meetups and our community Slack channel. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me and join from just £2 a month. This month, Charles is chatting to NTFC Assistant Media Officer Jamie Duncan on Meet the Staff. Our first episode of Extra Time comes out and join us for my quiz on Sunday the 22nd. For all that and more, join our fan club at patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Still to come, we're going to be hearing from NTFC Women's Abby Bruin and we'll be getting your emails and other messages that you've sent us. But very quickly, Danny, I wanted to go around League Two. This won't necessarily be a regular feature, but I thought because it was just me and you and, you know, filling time and all that, I thought there must have been some funny shit that happened in the rest of the league. We're we're Um, back in League Two, of course there is. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I'll be honest, it didn't take me too long <laughs> to find my first, my first really good thing. And th- that was uh, uh, the Crawley game. Yeah, big John Yems. <laughs> John Yems, he's at it again. It's, it's Grub- grumpy sod. Such a grumpy bastard. <laughs> Gaffer obviously gutting to lose it late on after what was a really hard work in Red's performance today. Do you think that was hard work in performance? I thought that's all, all, all the notions of last year, all the bad habits from last year. I feel sorry for the fans that have travelled all this way, because that ain't good enough. We just had it in the dressing room. I'm fed up, we keep saying it, and I'm not keeping saying it. I feel sorry for the fans today, because I've travelled up with some of them, but that ain't good enough. It was a real battle out there. It weren't a real battle. Don't make excuses. It wasn't a real battle. Every game's a battle. They ain't going to let you play. We've been saying this all the time. They're not going to let you play. It's no good having a real battle if you don't win it in the end, is it? What areas of our game do you think we can improve on? Listen, listen, every area of the game. Don't worry about areas of the game. We've got to improve as a side. We've got to improve as a club. Because if we don't, we ain't prepared to come here and keep getting beat like this. It's not acceptable. And it was great to see those fans out then. I suppose we'll just try and improve for them. Yeah, yeah. Great to see the fans. I feel, like I said to you, I feel sorry for them. I travelled up with a lot of them. And I'll be going back with a lot of them. And we'll try and recreate the atmosphere that was made here today against Jenny on Tuesday. Yeah, do what you want. Do what you want. If we don't, then, you know, the fans will do. The fans love it. The fans get there. But if, yeah. we, if we play like that, there'll be no atmosphere there. And it don't deserve to be. Thank you know, you I've, I've got the ump and I'm, I'm annoyed because we never, we never, that ain't us. Yeah. I'm sorry, that ain't us. The poor guy that works on the Crawley media team. Oh, bless him. Was it actually Hoskins? <laughs> no, it wasn't. But I think the poor guy, just, he's like that going... What what did he say? He said about um, you know, what what parts of the um, what parts go? And it was like no no parts. <laughs> oh, so Didn't he say something like he travelled up with some of the fans as well? Yeah, oh, and was going to travel like, back down with yeah, them as well. Poor, poor yeah. fans that have travelled up with him. 
Jeez. <laughs> I did, Where just was think... it? It was a, oh. it was a long old trip. No, the trip Hartlepool. Was Hartlepool, yeah. One of the longest Hartlepool trips. Hartlepool their first game back in League Two, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, that was just that was just brilliant. Um, <laughs> I, I'd forgotten about this, and I'd actually not realised that he'd go, earned himself a contract. But trialist number three <laughs> yes. um, for, for Newport, um, Kevin Ellison, who, who Danny has written, must be about 425 years old by now. Uh, he scored the late winner against Keith Kells Oldham. Oh, man. He's, he's, he's just evergreen, isn't he? Like Will Young. He's... <laughs> he's <laughs> have you seen the header as well that you scored? It's a, I haven't. It's a is it is it a thunder? Oh, whack? I wouldn't call it a thunder thwack, but because it's a header, I don't know if you can call them thunder thwacks or thunder bastards. But um, it was a lovely glancing header from from Big Kev. It's just going to keep going until it's his fifty, isn't he? And then the other thing um, happened at Tranmere, didn't it, yeah. Danny? And I think this is actually this is this is quality. This it's great. I mean, obviously, Mike Dean's a big Tranmere fan, isn't he? Um, Huge. Saw him in that was it was a game on Sky once where he. I don't know if it's the yes, playoffs. Yes, he was or, in. He was in the end, wasn't he? He was in the end, like jumping around. Like, Go on, Mike. And um, the fourth official got injured in their game. And who who should be in the stands? But Mike Dean stepped forwards, Mister Mike Dean. So he took over as fourth official. Obviously, he supports Tramier. So um, it's a bit odd, I assume. But um, yeah. I did see a quote it's from good. the Walsall manager. I can't forgive me. I don't know who it is. Um, but he said something along the lines of um, he'd refereed Mike or Mike had refereed him enough times during his playing career to know that Mike would have been fair <laughs> and, you know, would have done his job properly kind of yeah. thing. He would have hated um, the cameras being on him as well, wouldn't he? Oh, Mike. oh absolutely. He, he wouldn't have wanted any of that. He wanted to shy away from it, surely. It's like... Speak, speaking of referees that love the camera, have you seen that video? I think this is one of the championship games um, where the referee coming out of the tunnel, leading the teams out of the tunnel, seems to blow a kiss towards yes. the match ball yeah. before picking it up. He's so happy to be back. Oh, oh. football. Literally, the ball. Mwah. I love yeah. you. Now let's play ball. Yeah. <laughs> going back going back to the Walsall game very quickly. There was a, there was a late chance, weren't they, for Walsall? Was there a late chance? Well, there was, yeah. It was dipped oh. into the box. Oh. Put on a plate. Who should oh. be there? Who's on the oh. end of it for Walsall? Which Walsall player do you think was on the end of that? Oh, um, hang on, hang on. I will I will know this. I will definitely, definitely be able to tell you who this you probably is. I'm looking up <laughs> Walsall players right now. Um, could it be Rollin Mayonnaise? It was not, we're not Rollin in Mayonnaise, no. It was <laughs> none other than Mr. Ashton Taylor. No. Creeping was it really? Post. Did he score? He did not. It ended up did he probably fuck? colliding <laughs> with his penalty that he missed at Cambridge. It was oh. an absolute skyer. Welcome back to England, Ash. Hi, Ash. Good to see you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Uh, make sure we're gonna we're gonna sort of have a look around. Obviously, League Two every single week. But if you spot anything, uh, any other League Two games, whether it's when you're watching Quest or you know you've just seen it on Twitter, then do let us know. Tag us on Twitter at Cobblers to Me. Um, send us an email or whatever, um, and let us know about it because we love watching that sort of stuff happen. It's it's what makes our makes our week, doesn't it, Danny? Seeing yeah, the crazy the rubbish that happens in football, it, it's yeah. brilliant. And and speaking of emails, look, last week was an absolutely mega week for us. So many of you were listening, sending us emails, tweets, and messages. We've got loads to get through now, but before we do, I want to tell you about a little competition we've got for you. Okay, so. We've got a signed Cobblers football to give away. It's signed by all of this year's squad. And all you've got to do be to be within a chance of winning it is to send us your very best jingle yes. for the post bag. So we had a few of these that came in for um, It's All Euro 2020 to me that we did back in June, July. Um, and we loved it. And we'd love to have some for cobblers to me. Um, and and we'd love it if it was you that our listeners that did it rather than any of us, because it just sounds better. It's just really good. If So it doesn't matter. You don't have to be the greatest singer. You don't have to be the best piano player. Um, you can do whatever you want. It can be a song. It can be a rap. It can be a voice of God style entrance thing that you get at award ceremonies or, or absolutely anything. 
just send whatever it is that you do um, into us in an MP3 format and just send it to itsallcobblers at gmail.com. It's very important that it's MP3 format so that we can actually play it. Uh, itsallcobblers at gmail.com. And every single one of those that does get sent in, we will then pop it into a hat and you will have the chance to win a signed cobbler's football it's signed by the whole of the squad i've already had a look through there's caleb truck makers there um uh who else on this sean mcwilliams is there john guthrie i will say danny one of the really nice things that they've all done is that they've all put their squad numbers on as well so you know who it is very nice, very nice. there's none of this like well what's that squiggle what's <laughs> what what what's that is that an airplane what's that no <laughs> none of that it's easily identifiable by squad numbers. Yeah. So please do. It's a great little prize. Um, and I'd love to be able to give it away to one of our listeners that sends us a really, really good jingle. Oh, you know um, you know what? You said um, you can sing, you can play the piano. You know who I thought of straight away when you said that, don't you? Go on. I mean, if anyone knows David Snedden out there, um, <laughs> get in touch with him. Because this is his moment. This is his like time. This could be his comeback. <laughs> I don't think David said as a Cobblers fan, Danny. I hate to put but, it to you. But somebody out there might know him. From True, true. Or, Doubtful, yeah. but who knows? Never know, never know. Come on, Snedders. <laughs> well, okay. Well, look, shall we hear what you've been sending in to us this week in the post bag? Danny, over to you, my friend. Are we going to hear from Jeffy at all? Or are we going to do that afterwards? Well, actually, yeah, we've got this from Jeffy, haven't we? Yeah. Um, let's let's go because she's not here, but she was at the game. So this is the uh, this is the little voice note that she sent us. I think it was very solid overall, but the defence was a bit shaky at the beginning. I think we need to just work on that. But I was thoroughly impressed. Otherwise, the one other thing I, I can't play it because, and unfortunately. Jeffy's voice note just didn't quite work for it. However, she was incredibly, incredibly impressed by Ali Koki. <laughs> that's saying it, so, that's putting it lightly, isn't it? <laughs> I think he might be Jeffy's favourite player. I think he's the new Alan to Jeffy. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, to be fair to him, Better than was, the animal. He, he was great when he came on. It, it feels he, like he, if yeah. we've got that in our back pocket as a cameo, you know, not necessarily to start yet, but if he's there on the bench waiting, what a weapon that is. It was quality. Apart from that one pass he missed to, to Danny Rose, which Danny Rose wasn't happy about in the Was slightest. not happy, was he? <laughs> no. Oh, no, absolutely not. I love your use of the word weapon, by yes. the way. I love it. Um, I did get another message that seems to have come from the Coleman household. Um, <laughs> do, uh, we all remember Chesie's mum, right? Here's Dawn. I'm not jealous of Chesy doing the pod. I just wanted to offer my congratulations for a good start to the season. However, I'm not hopeful. <laughs> that is amazing. Can we have that every week, please, Dawn? Every week, just, yeah. Just have every a weekly week. Dawn voice note. That would make me so happy. <laughs> or if Dawn could do a jingle, get a jingle. Oh, get Dawn to do a jingle. Come on, Chesy. Go and, go and do it. Right. Uh, what else is in the post bag, Danny? Uh, so we've got a message from Brian Wills. He's been in touch. Hi, he, Brian. He says, hope you're all well. Wow, a new season is upon us. Can't wait. Thanks for podding, if that's a verb. I think it is. Uh, the fans forum, it was an interesting listen. One thing that stood out for me was John Brady's praise for Dean Austin. Do you think he'll make a return as part of the backroom staff? Keep up the great <laughs> work. What do you think? Dean Austin, Dean Austin back. I think he'd be. I, I don't. I don't see. Too, it. Wouldn't he? I, I think he I would. Can't be. See it yeah, you're right. But it, 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 no. he'd be straight back in there, wouldn't he? Philip Stacy got in touch. Um, he says, after your podcast about the friendlies, I thought I'd let you know that we did play Arsenal in a friendly in the nineties. I was yeah. right. Yeah, you were right. It was a memorial match for Dave Bowen on the thirteenth of August, nineteen ninety-six, and we won three-one. It was a full house, and if I remember correctly, Glenn Helder played. Mm. Big names. There that you that go. rings a bell now, actually. No, it's, is it? I'm glad it rings a bell. Because yeah. it happened not, and not I knew I was right. Well for me to know it before. But... No, obviously not. <laughs> obviously not. Um, we also had um, a couple of lovely messages that were actually on, on the hotel end 
Um, so, oh, cool. First of all, just wanted to say great job by all involved in the pod. I started to listen to it for the first time this season, and now it has become a weekly listen for me. Thumbs up in particular for the Bayo Awards, a very funny show. Oh, thank you very much. A lot of, a lot of time and effort goes into the Bayos, as I'm sure you uh, would agree, Danny. Um, so it's lovely to get that sort of feedback. Um, and also, Welly Cobb. Before I forget, just want to thank you all for this and the Euros podcast over the summer and the constant Cobblers stream before that. One of a few on regular podcasts on rotation through my daily walks and appreciate the high quality content that comes out every week. Definitely a credit to the club to have a setup as professional as yours covering the town. And it's great to have something running alongside for people that want more than just premiership content from the media. Um, so thank you very much for that, Welly Cobb. Uh, I appreciate that. Um, also had a couple of people get in touch on, on the Twix, didn't we, Danny? We did, yeah. Mike Josiah's got in touch. Uh, this is looking back on yesterday. He said, felt so good to finally be back sitting, brackets standing, in my regular <laughs> season tickets that seat within our church and among all the familiar faces. Only when it was taken away, you realise just how much you miss being there. I follow can't compete with all the emotions of live football. I think definitely we've... We've covered a lot of that and we have um, just, yeah, just so good just to be back in that environment again. Um, and Robert Butterfield's been in touch as well. He says, being almost 15,000 kilometres away made it impossible to be there, but felt the excitement of the crowd watching on iFollow. Hope to come over to see a game someday and hopefully get an invite to ride on Je- on Chelsea's tractor. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've noticed a lot of people obviously not missing I follow. Um, no. Can't blame them. There was a moment though, wasn't there, towards the end of the game? Was there six minutes added on? Yes. And I said to you, do you know what I'm missing, Danny? I'm missing a little timer just at the top <laughs> left. <laughs> just want something in, your, in the top corner of your screen, of your line, don't you? Just, to, just, just want to know how long was left. Yeah. <laughs> That's all that, it was. That was another thing you miss as well when five or six minutes, anything above four, and the crowd goes wild. Like what, No matter what's happened in the game, if you get five yeah. or six minutes of injury time, the crowd are just incandescent. Like, you're just like, that's something I miss. Like, oh, I've had five, six hours. Where did you get that from? That's the usual. <laughs> <laughs> but from the Port Vale end, they were all going, come on! Yeah. All, all of it, you suddenly think, to you, why is it that when you're behind in a football match and you know, a longer than three minutes goes up for added time that you suddenly think that you're going to actually still, you know, I mean, obviously you've still got a chance, but why is it you think that actually that's going to mean that you're more likely to go on and win the game or score a goal? I mean, obviously we all do it. Don't get me wrong, but it's like huge encouragement. Yes. There's six minutes left for us to probably not score and still lose. (laughs) It is weird, isn't it? But, yeah, it's definitely something you just you miss. They they weren't looking like they were going to do anything, were they? So no, that that that's the thing. I felt comfortable. I, I'm not going to lie. I uh, only after we'd scored, because I mean, the first you know twenty minutes, as we said, I think Port Vale were on top and, and they were causing us issues and and causing us, I think, to um to rush, um, but. Afterwards, I, d- I don't know. We haven't even mentioned James Wilson's terrible oh, miss yes. of an open goal. I mean, Awful. just, he played for Man United, for God's sake. No wonder yeah, he got that, released. It was flipping it was, it was bad, wasn't it? I don't Dreadful. know. The only thing I can think of is that he saw it too late or something. It just hit him. But, oh, that was awful. Um, there was Proper another, shindy. Another thing we haven't mentioned is the almost thunder bastard from Sean McWilliams. Oh! But, I mean, that would have been a thunder bastard. Like, the definition that would have of been. a thunder bastard. And it was just the the the, the setup play, the build-up play to it, with Ali Koki doing a little oh. bit of trickery, running down oh, the wing, did. and then he cutting did the Ali inside. Koki, he? he did the Ali oh, Koki, he did. he turned around. <laughs> Passed it off to Sean McWilliams. Yeah. Who missed it? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was great. Well, look, um, keep sending us all your emails uh, to itsallcobblers at gmail.com and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser just, uh, podchaser.com just like Martin Hasker did. 
did this week. It said, This professionally produced podcast fills the gap that newspapers and radio stations leave behind. Instead of just reporting what ideally the club feeds and newspapers, etc., this podcast deals with all cobblers related topics fairly, but also not afraid to say when they disagree with a decision. Whether that be who to bring on as a sub or simply an admin decision, in short, this podcast is as described, like having a chat with pals at the pub before or after a match. It's produced so to come across as a very fair and is easily one of my top podcasts. There is a sprinkling of fun, banter and familiarity, I can never say that, familiarity with the team that present who clearly also share a good relationship with the club and muster all cobbler fans. Thank you very much to Martin for that lovely thing. And I will actually just say, um, that's just sort of reminded me. We we are quite balanced, I like to think. And I will say this, that I, I don't know whether you saw anything um, of this, Danny, either on social media um, over the weekend or at the stadium at all. But I've seen quite a few people say about the state of the toilets in the, it's the northeast corner of the ground. Um, a lot of people not very happy with the state of that people I, i've seen people mentioning broken windows there's also the 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 i, I say the square the square on the on the screen um the catchphrase square as i called it on the yeah screen. the catchphrase square yes uh dear dad jokes ahoy um yeah um and and the one thing that i noticed at half time right was that so there were a lot of fans last i said i was gonna say last season then but obviously it was two years ago we were able to go out from the West Stand, weren't we, to behind the North Stand for people to go and get a drink, mm-hmm. have a smoke, whatever it is that they want to do round there. Well, that was being stopped. So, you know, there was there was somebody saying, no, 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 you can't. You have to go out behind, the, well, in front of the West Stand, I presume, is where they were being sent, um, which is fine. I've not got an issue with that. You know, if that's what the decision that the club have made to keep the stand separate again and go back to it being like that, not a problem. However, why weren't all the food kiosks open? The queue. Are you missed? Oh, we missed queue. the start of the second half, didn't we? Because of the queue. Yeah, the queue was to get a drink. Yeah. And yet there was one, at least one, that was closed. Yeah. So why? What? Yeah. yeah. There you I go. Don't know. Little... I don't know the answer to that. But no, I don't. Well, no, I know. I know you don't know the answer. Sorry, but I just, you know, I think in to be balanced and to be fair. Um, there were some complaints, which which I hope will be looked at and and, and hopefully resolved uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah, um, I think it, it's not that one, it, it's one of those things, isn't it? That you just it's going to take time to get used to being back again and what you need and who you can get. I don't know what issues are, but I, I definitely recommend like if anybody sees or has something that's that's worried them or anything like, that, just email into the club. They're, they're pretty good at chatting back and they and noticing stuff and they always they always kind of react to it and think about stuff it, it, it never just goes into a into an ether does it it's always quite thought well thought through the responses and stuff so. yeah i agree I, w- I will say then that if you do have any complaints about any of the things that we've sort of mentioned there that we've heard and seen um don't you know obviously feel free to put whatever you want on the internet that is absolutely fine it's no skin off my nose what you do but if you've genuinely got a complaint about something and you want the right person to actually hear about it do email that person i don't just mean this in terms of the cobblers if you've got a problem with your weekly shop or you know with your, your whatever it might be your bookies or whoever don't just don't just put it on social media and expect them to see it actually send either go in speak to somebody or send them an email directly and in this instance you know email james whiting i know that he'll reply and i know that he'll take everything that you've got on board um just just send an email with your complaint and i'm sure it will be dealt with um or at least you'll be given a response so go and do that as well as putting it on social media if you must um right New feature time, Danny. I know oh. you're excited for this. This Name is the bench. Uh, no, it's not, mate. Sorry, um, sorry. Maybe, maybe the maybe when we do a live pod, is a teaser yeah. for you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, all this season, of course, you'll know 
Last season, we um, sponsored Abby Bruin of NTFC Women's Team. Well, this year, we are still sponsoring Abby, and we're very, very proud to do so. Um, But one of the things that we wanted to do uh, along with that was to try and raise the profile a little bit more of our women's side because they're doing really, really well. And although the season or they've not had a full season for the last two years uh, this year hopefully they will do and what we wanted to do was 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 hear a bit more about them and about what's going on so every not necessarily every single week but most weeks that they've got a game for definite um, and any other time that we've or they've got something that they want to tell us about, they're going to be coming on the pod and they're going to be letting us know what's happening in the life of NTFC women. And um, this week, um, we've got our very own Abby Bruin, who, as I said, we're very proud to sponsor. Thanks to all our Patreon, because this is where it goes, essentially. Anybody that signs up to the fan club on Patreon, um, this is where the money goes. It goes back to supporting not just the podcast, but then allows the podcast to sponsor Abby and to do other things as well, um, like we work with the Community Trust and things like that, which is what we're aiming to do over the course of the next year. Um, that's where we're at. That's where we'd like to be. So here's Abby with a bit of a, a pre-season update from the women's team. Hi everyone, it's Abby from the women's team. Hope you're all enjoying football being back and being back at stadiums. Um, and I'm just jumping on to give you an update on what we've been um, kind of up to in pre-season with the women's club. So, so far, um, we've had a really good pre-season. pre-season. Um, we've played four games um, and all have been kind of a really good test, which is what we want going into a new season. Um, so the first game we played Kings Lynn, so it was Kings Lynn at home um, and it was, I think it was the hottest day of the year um, that day. So it was that Sunday where it's an absolute scorcher um, and we ended up winning 8-0, which was a fantastic result. Um, yeah, and girls kept the intensity throughout, which was amazing considering the heat um, and got eight really good goals. So that was really positive. Um, and then the second game... We had a, a really tough test, actually, with a, a National League side. So we had Boldmere, um, St Michael's, um, and we ended up winning that one 3-0, um, which was away from home again, so that was really positive. Um, and then in our third game, so we had another National League side, um, which was Leafield Athletic, so another way game. Um, and it's quite a difficult one that I think we made um, a lot more difficult for ourselves, really. So we went 2-0 two two down quite early on, um, managed to pull one back um, just before, well, going into the into half-time. So it was 2-1 at half-time, um, but managed to kind of pull back um, and win the game 5-3 in the end so um, in the last kind of few minutes ended up uh, scoring two to make it 5-3 so yeah a tough game um, kind of showed a real good um, test of character for us um, but yeah a really good win and then our fourth game which was actually um, this week so it was Thursday just gone um, we had yet another National League side so we, we were away at Cambridge United um, so that was our kind of toughest test um, to date and so far. Um, so previously we'd played them earlier on in the year in April. Um, was it April, May time? We played a friendly against them um, and lost 2-1. Um, so yeah, it was another tough game. Um, kind of difficult conditions to play in because it was very wet. Um, but And we got the draw, so it was a one-all one, one all draw in the end. Um, so, yeah, really good to see the improvement from the previous game um, against a very difficult side. Um, yeah, and another great test for the girls um, and for us as a team. So in terms of kind of moving forwards, we've got two more friendlies. Um, so we've got next Sunday, um, we've got St Ives, and the following Sunday we've got Abingdon Town. Um, so they're both at home um, just before the season starts on the 1st of September, which is a Wednesday. So, yeah, still got um, some work to do at pre-season, but so far so good. Um, so three wins and a draw um, with some tough opposition. So, yeah, really, really, really pleasing. And I'll um, keep you guys updated on how we're getting on with the rest of pre-season um, and then looking forward to the season starting in a couple of weeks' time. 
Fabulous. Lovely stuff. That was Abby Bruin from NTFC Women's Team. Looks like it's going to be a fabulous season ahead, doesn't it, Danny? All uh, excited to be able to go and watch. And don't forget that the women do play um, over at, I've forgotten the name of the place, Danny, help me out. Harpole, yeah. thank you very much. I was going to say something else beginning with H, and I knew it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what happens when you don't write stuff down. Um, yeah, so you can get yourself over. So um, if you follow them on Twitter, that's probably the easiest and best way to therefore know exactly where um, they're going to be playing and when. Just go to at NTFC Women. Very easy to remember that, isn't it? And at NTFC Women, and you'll find out exactly when they're playing and where, and then you can go along and you can cheer all of them on. Oh, there we go, Danny. We got through it. Oh, I, I loved it. I was looking forward to recording tonight because it was, it's just such a difference to last season, isn't it? They're talking about a match like that. It's, I just remember coming on so many times last season and thinking it's going to be a slog to try and get an hour out of it, but. Mm-hmm. Such enjoyment out of yesterday, and long may it continue. I think it's going to be a really exciting season, one one way or the other. We're just going to get games where we're probably going to get take a, a couple of games where it's not going to go right. We're going to get hammered probably because we're playing so openly. But it's just so refreshing, isn't it, just to be back and to be playing well and to to not. I think the big thing I said, I don't know if I said it to you today, but we don't seem to have any really shitty players <laughs> that really helps things <laughs> because because when, when we usually come down we like we always sign a couple of journeymen you know there's, a, there's always a couple that don't work out and they're just awful players in whatever position that leaves you open but it just doesn't feel like we've got any that are gonna be really bad or it just feels like everyone's committed everyone's really competent at what they do so i think it could actually turn out to to be pretty good it's gonna be an exciting journey i think so one game in, Danny. Yeah, That's I'm all so I'm excited. We're going to win the league, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, look, the season has officially begun and the Cobblers are off to a winning start. Um, look, we're not doing a preview show this year. I'm, I'm really sorry if you're going to miss that. But instead, we're going to be doing official match previews in written form over on cobblers2me.com. Myself and Danny are going to share the duties. So there will be one going up for the game against uh, Coventry in the Cup. And then every Friday, we will put out a match preview for the weekend's league fixture, which uh, this week, we're away at Collier, aren't we, Danny? And you'll be writing the preview for that, won't you? Will I? (laughs) Yes. Live reveal. I will be, yeah. We always seem to play them in August away for some reason. This fixture comes up quite early in the season all the time for some reason. I don't know why. It does, doesn't it? And I think we've got a decent record as well, going away to Colchester at the start of the season. Yeah, so there you go. We'll be back with another pod next week, hopefully back to a full complement of podders. Mm. Fingers crossed. Uh, Well, look, it's been brilliant being back. Danny, it's been brilliant not just talking to you today, but to be watching the football with you again. Honestly, mate, it's an absolute pleasure. Um, Next time you bring the Haribo, okay? I will do, yeah. Good stuff. Thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Oh, it's good to be back. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. I'm not jealous of Chessie doing the pod. This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.